0: What's up, Playlisters? Brian from Playlist Wars here. Just want to let you know that while this show is on hiatus, both Gomez and I have separate shows that are part of the Playlist Wars extended universe, if you will. Gomez has the Sleevy G show, which you can find at SleevyGpodcasts.com. And I have a new show entitled My Weekly Mixtape, which you can find over at MyWeeklyMixtape.com. Both shows are also available on all podcast platforms just by searching Sleevy G Show or My Weekly Mixtape. And Playlist Wars will be back soon. Thank you guys so much for your continued support of the show. Hey, yo, this is Tim McCarthy from 20 Tim Minutes, a podcast that focuses on mental health through humor, insight, and personal stories. You are now listening to one of my favorite podcasts, Playlist Wars. Let the battle begin.
1: Welcome to Playlist Wars everybody. I'm part of the dynamic duo. My name is Gomez and my partner in crime is Brian Colbert with a returning special guest. He wore number 24 in his jersey and he's number one in everyone's hearts. (laughs) Doug Miller is back with us
0: tonight. Welcome everybody. What an intro. Oh, wow. What's up, Doug? What's going on, man?
2: Brian, what's going on? Glad to be back. This is awesome. I'm
1: looking forward to this. Yeah, we're glad
0: to have you.
1: So, Doug, I don't know if Brian has kept you updated, but let me tell you, everyone's chiming in on the hip-hop.
0: Oh, yeah, 90s hip-hop got a ton of buzz. It's one of our most popular episodes. And let me just say, before we even get into tonight's topic, people are asking for a part two.
2: Let's do it. I got unfinished business with the 90s. We got There were so many songs that, that it hurt me in my soul <laughs> to leave off that first list because it was only 10. I need a part two too.
0: All right. Well yes. then we're gonna have to do that this summer. And I guess we'll just make the rule. Any song mentioned in part one is That's off the list. list.
2: Yeah, no remixes of songs that when you're listening on that, we're just running straight. Give me a new ten. You know what? I got something for you real quick for that. In anticipation that and you can put the question out there and we'll give your listeners time to listen to. In our nineties hip hop, if Biggie and Tupac came back tomorrow and sat down with you and you could play them each. One album only that came out since after they had both passed to show them where hip hop has gone to, or, or where it was at its best, or what they missed. Who and what album would you pick? You get one for each of them. You got to go through things like all of like the DMX albums, or do you play him Big Pun, or do you play him Eminem when he came out and all that craziness? Or do you? Have a, there's a lot of landscape there mm. since they passed. So pick your two best albums.
1: With Biggie, I might have to go with Eminem.
2: Maybe think about it, man. Think about it, save it for that episode. Because I'm telling you, when you start thinking about how many great albums came out between the time they died and right now, you're walking a minefield trying to pick one.
0: And I'll I'll tell you right now, even though tonight our topic is rap rock, we might delve into some of these artists tonight.
2: Very much so. A lot of crossover material. That's why I love rap rock as a topic, because it's a very relatable category of music for people that had that wide affinity of music. Where, like, you'll listen to their playlist and we'll have something like Sinatra and then the next song will be Biggie and then it'll be Led Zeppelin and the next song will be Easy e and it's like an all over the map you know plus it's kind of stressful to see people do rap rock because it's either really good or it's really bad it's one of like there's diamonds or adult you know what so if you mess it up then everybody knows that you suck at two different kinds of music so you got to be really careful making a rap rock song.
0: Well, here you go, Doug. You were with us way back when on episode four for the Beastie Boys, as well as the 90s hip-hop classics that we talked about. So you've put together top 10 playlists for us before. How hard did you find it to narrow down a top 10 rap rock list tonight?
2: 10 was hard. 15 would have been a lot more comfortable, but you get down to 10, you're looking at, at songs where you're like, every time this song comes on, I'm bobbing my head or I'm like, I got my hands going up and down like I, I turn the volume up anytime and every time I've ever heard this song. But there's more than 10 songs like that. So now you're going, oh, man, which, which one do I turn the volume up to 42 instead of 41 for like, you know, you're, you're really like splitting hairs when you're picking top 10 here. So it should be interesting to see what everybody picks.
0: All right. well before we get down to business, if you'd like to support the show and become a Patreon member, it's quite easy. Head over to patreon.com slash playlist wars and select the tier that works best for you. Like we said tonight, our topic is rap rock, and we've each individually created a playlist with our top 10 favorite tracks, none of which have been shared between the three of us prior till now. Throughout the episode, we'll each reveal our track ones through track tens one by one, crafting what we each feel is the perfect Rap Rock playlist. After the episode, we turn it over to you, the playlister family, to vote at playlistwarspodcast.com to decide once and for all which one of us got it right. And if you simply can't decide who you want to vote for, while you're visiting the site, you can also listen to each one of our playlists so you can hear where we're coming from with our choices. And later on in the show, we'll each get to choose our one honorable mention song of the night, which has to be a song someone else picked, but you didn't. So, Doug, why don't we let you bring the noise with your track one? Not again. <laughs> wow. Hey, dude, you did the whole number 24 on your jersey,
1: number hey, one you our what? What? stuff. You know what? Next time I'll say number 76, okay? Perfect.
0: <laughs> <laughs> track one, man.
2: All right. What better way to start a rap rock playlist than what most would call the rap rock beginning? So I'm going to start off right off the bat, walk this way, run DMC, Aerosmith, set the tone. It it made people that thought hip-hop was a fad go, I don't know rap music, but I like that one song, you know? And then it made Mm -hmm. people in hip-hop open their mind up to rock. Besides, like, and something beyond a sample, like you would hear on, like, Rock the Bells by LL or something like that. Like, this was an actual rock song that Run DMC was just ripping over. So I think the melding of the genres and uh, the official – what I call personally the birthplace of rap rock, Walk This Way, Run DMC and Aerosmith.
1: Well, that's kind of funny. Why? Because that's my track four. Walk This Way by Run DMC and Aerosmith. Love the song. This is where I fell in love with rock rap altogether. This is the beginning. This is the way to start off a great for you. It actually was a number four because I had another song that I was in my mind on that one. But that's a great way to start it off. Also, I always love the music video to that. When stealing tyler's knocking on the wall and then he screams walk this way it's just a great video great collaboration that's the way to
0: start especially in the 80s when it just started so great pick right doug you kicked it off gomez you kind of put it somewhere in the middle i'm doing the exact opposite i'm closing out with this track from run dmc's 1986 hip-hop classic raisin hell this version of walk this way Charted higher on the Billboard Hot 100 than the original. It reached number four. It was also the first big hip hop single in the UK, peaking at number eight. In 2008, it ranked number four on VH1's 100th Greatest Songs of Hip Hop. And in 2010, Rolling Stone ranked the song number 293 in its 500 Greatest Songs of All Time. Finally, The song is also a part of the rock and roll hall of fame's 500 songs that shaped rock and roll list. I don't think you could talk about rap rock without talking about this song. This song is the blueprint for what rap rock becomes. And while run DMC had previously mixed rock and hip hop prior to this, because they did it on Kings of rock walk this way is the song that catapulted them into the mainstream. So people that did not listen to hip-hop were now listening to it. And I'm just going to say this as an aside. I don't think you're ever going to see an Aerosmith resurgence of permanent vacation, pump, get a grip, if it wasn't for this song. The band was on the way out the door. This song revived their career till today. They for can sure. look back and thank this song. So sure. shout out on Patreon to both Owens 901 as well as on Twitter to the Shane and I show, as well as our friend Anthony. Monkey Noodles, who all chimed in with this rap rock anthem, our first song of the night, and our first trifecta, Aerosmith and Run DMC, Walk This Way. All right. Let's go. Great way to start. It it
1: truly is. But I guess now it's up to me now. Yeah, dude. We're up for you for your track one. So my track one is a song that I feel like now, Brian, we've been on the show for about a year, and there's a song that just sticks on my mind, and it's with Busta Rhymes and Linkin Park we made it. And one thing I say is the beginning of the song together. We made it. We made it, even though we had our backups against the wall, which is true because this is how it was for us the first few weeks on the show. And this is such a great tune for me, but now I'm going to have to do this to you guys. This is a playlist first, everybody. I got to knock off about three more songs with Lincoln park <laughs> on my list. So I'm going to have to do this now. But before we jump into the next three, did anybody get Linkin Park, Busta Rhymes, We Made It?
2: I have some other uh, LP songs, but not that one.
0: Yeah, I have a different LP song, but I don't have that one. So now I'm curious to hear your quadfecta with yourself here.
2: Quadzilla (laughs) over here.
1: (laughs) Piper over here. Yes. Hey, I've said it before. If anybody who knows me, I am a huge Linkin Park fan. I love all the music. I love all the crossovers. I'm a huge fan of them. So next one, it's it's going down with Executioner, Mike Shinoda, Mr. Han from Lincoln Park. Another great song. It, just hearing the Executioners, just hearing the the rock band. You know the guitar, the drums, everything. It's just an awesome song. So that's track five. It's going down Executioners with Mike Shinoda from Lincoln Park and Mr. Han too from Lincoln Park. Anybody with that one?
2: No sir. Nope. I feel like we're playing Battleship, right? Like he's number five, number one, number four. And I'm just putting like little pins in his (laughs) playlist. He's pulling out these things.
1: Now, track seven. Another one of my favorite CDs and probably one of my favorite rap rock collaborations. Jay-Z and Linkin Park, Numb and Encore. That is my number seven. One of my favorite, favorite songs on the album. It truly hit home when I heard this. Watching the video to this was unreal. Truly awesome song. I just love the collaboration of these two. I think this was one of my favorites, but I even have one even better at the end. But let me hear you guys what you think. Right.
0: I don't have that on my list either, dude. But uh, seriously, save some Linkin Park for the rest of us.
2: And I'm not saying that I have like all of their T-shirts, but I do have a lot of their T-shirts. So <laughs> if you have the two that I don't have and you want to send them in to the podcast,
1: <laughs> that'd be great.
0: I absolutely love the Linkin Park JC Collision Course album. Phenomenal nah, album. Uh, dude, such a great album. And the one time I saw one of the Linkin Park's tours, I want to say it was 2003, Jay Z came out at the end, and they did a bunch of songs yeah. together so for the PNC. encore. PNC. Yeah, I was at the show. Yeah, yeah, dude, it was them, Snoop Dogg, yep. Less Than Jake, and Corn. It was such a great it was tour. Great, it
2: was, and when he walked out, like that was such a surprise at the end. I just like, that's the way to cap off a concert with a lineup like that. That's a great lineup.
0: Oh, it was insane. So I love the song and Gomez. You are not alone with the love you have for this song, Doug. Did it make your list?
2: I got number. I have it at number four. And, like, I basically agree with everything you said right there. And also, like, we just talked about Walk This Way being arguably, at least, like, to make the birthplace of rap rock. Okay. Now, this is another seminal moment, I guess, in the genre, because I don't know that anybody, you know, people, bands that do rap rock do rap rock, but, like, anybody that collabed that was just a straight up rapper and then a straight-up rock group for the most part, except, you know, Shinoda obviously is versatile. But then combining to make an album, like a duet album, like, you know, like R. Kelly and Jay-Z made, you know, back there, or like people would do it like a a singer and Mary J and Method Man, but if they did a whole album together. So they did this, and they crushed it, too. So it's kind of tough being a pioneer in that, like, hey, man, just trust me, you just be Linkin Park. Don't try to be like Ryan, and I'll just be Jay-Z, and we'll, we'll do this. And it just worked. And it was like, and it worked for an album.
0: So I had that on my list and I switched it earlier today for a oh. different song. So we would have trifected on the track, but I went with a different Lincoln park song and I got my reasons, which I'll get to, but now I kind of want Gomez to finish. closing out Half his list. By the time we're done with track yeah. one,
2: I feel like I'm going to do
1: one, four, five, seven. <laughs> yep. Yep. So this is what I'm closing out with track 10 and, Doug, I think you're gonna love the song I picked, and it is a Jay Z, Lincoln Park, and this was the big one. This was the big one, because I got a few dollars, I could fight the case. So I like, pull over on the side of the road, and I heard, "Son, do you know what I'm stopping you for? Because I'm young and I'm black, and my hat is low." I went with "99 Problems," one step closer. Points of Authority, Lincoln Park, J.C. This is what I closed out with. I'm gonna tell you, that lyric right there, when Mike Shinoda sings that lyric right there, and J.C. jumps on that let me tell you best ever Chester is probably with his voice in this song was unreal everything you could think of works so well Jay-Z Lincoln Park points of authority 99 problems one step closer this is what I closed out my track with the big one
0: all right now Doug because you know I have just a Lincoln Park song did you have this track on your list yes
1: yeah absolutely number
2: seven I think this is my only repeat out of my whole list where I have like two, like Gomez just had I four. had four. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just like I said, uh, this is rap rock perfection. While other people may strive, you know, for their own original sound, the level of quality in that sound, be it a collaboration or be it just a band, you know, like a Rage or somebody like that that does that kind of style of music, making their own album together, this album standard holds. You know, like, this is, this is you, you want it to at least be as good of an album aesthetically and, you know, ear-pleasing and catchy, but also, you know, not, like, sold out or crossover in a way that, that's, like, forced or anything. Like, you want to be original and genuine, but still grip that level of just where you get the magic album. You know, like, somebody walks in and you make Appetite for Destruction. It's like, oh, like you don't realize you're making it at the time, but when, after, you have to appreciate an album like that. And I think Jay-Z and Linkin Park's album is like that, so... That's why I have two. I have that one at number seven and uh, Numb and Encore at number four.
1: And I'll just say it right now, I'm a huge, huge fan of Linkin Park since the day Brian introduced it to me. And I've been a huge fan ever since. And to this day, I still listen to all their songs. And this mashup, either with Buster Rhymes, Executioners, Jay-Z, it's just one of my loves. I think that's why they're all over the place on my playlist. So I know pretty much I only got like five
0: more to go after this <laughs> well dude this is a playlist wars first but here's where it differs because gomez you went with all collaborations and you too as well doug i pulled it right back to just lincoln park and while most people will gravitate to in the end or one step closer i'm going to go with the fourth single from 2000s hybrid theory and the song that kicks off lincoln park's musical career as lincoln park the opening track paper cut reached number 32 on the Billboard U.S. Alternative Airplay chart, and in 2017, the RIAA-certified the track is gold. This is the perfect album opener for Hybrid Theory, and I wanted to represent this song on my list because it's truly leaning on Mike Shinoda's hip-hop without another guest, and I think he's a very underrated MC because everyone automatically assumes because he's in Linkin Park, it's a rock group, and... His flow in this song is absolutely fantastic. Going up against what the rest of the band is laying down. And this is what introduced every single person to Linkin Park when they put the CD in to their CD player and spun track one. Plus, Chester Bennington himself said that this song is one of his personal Linkin Park favorites. So I get that, too. I could see why. Shout out on Patreon to Preston H, who chimed in with In The End as well as on Patreon to Dr. Owens 901 as well as on Twitter to Andreas at the Latin Jukebox, who had Points of Authority, 99 Problems, One Step Closer with Jay-Z, Amanda from the Sip List podcast, who chimed in with Bleed It Out, and Rob from the Great Song podcast, who just listed the entire Collision Course album as a whole, as his choice. Lots of Linkin Park love. Gomez, we've been working on this one for a while. We will get a Linkin Park episode in this year. Are you year. sure
2: you can do one now? Or? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I actually... Is there, there enough other... Linkin Park left? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I'll say this. Yes, I could pull off a Linkin Park 10-track. Matter of fact, I could do every single album and still come up with 10 hits. Yeah, well, somehow. you know
2: what's cool? When what Brian was talking about the band just before the end, too, it's like, and he went with the just the original band, the Nucleus, it's like, we found out very quickly that Mike Shinoda wasn't the guy in Linkin Park that was trying to rap he was the guy that can rap that was in Lincoln park.
1: There
0: you go. <laughs> you know,
2: like, like he could, this is just the band I'm going with. I'm dope. You know what I mean? And, and like, and then you found that out very quickly. They weren't like, all right, you're the dancer and you're the rapper and you're the, like, were, this wasn't constructed like that. This was talent. You yeah. Know? And, and exactly. like, we clicked. yeah, it's, it's a phenomenal group.
0: All right. Well, 20 something minutes into the episode and I'm finally getting the drop by track one tonight. This is absolutely <laughs> sorry. Unreal. I'm no, no, party, is no kid. All right. I love this. All right. So yeah, I'm just track gonna, one for you. <laughs> my track one, I'm going big. I'm going heavy. I'm going bold. Base, how low can you go from Anthrax's 1991 compilation, Attack mm-hmm. of the Killer Bees, as well as Public Enemies, Apocalypse 91, The Enemy Strikes Black. I am going with Anthrax and Public Enemies. Bring the noise. Reach number 14 on the UK singles chart. Did not chart. In the United States. However, it did rank as number 12 on VH1's 2006 list of the 40 greatest metal songs. If you're a fan of Anthrax, we have a full episode about the band made with our friend Jason over at the Made You a Mixtape and It's Not That Bad podcast. It's episode 25, if you'd like to check it out. Cover songs, I actually get to drop a cover version, even though The Anthrax and Public Enemy is technically a cover of public enemies fair enough. in 2000 stained covered the song with Limp Biscuits' Fred Durst on the take a bite out of rhyme a rock tribute to rap compilation I want to give a shout out on Patreon to Aaron as well as on Twitter to Cactus Pete Eric time to get ill Chris Merlo and the Shane and I show who all had this classic track with Shane and I also chiming in with Anthrax's "I'm the Man," and our friend Tim McCarthy at 20:10 minutes who chimed in with a third Anthrax song, "Looking Down the Barrel of a Gun." But my track one is the epic collaboration of Public Enemy and Anthrax, "Bring the Noise."
2: Yeah, that's that's a. If you don't you know, like that song, I don't know what to tell you. Um, Chuck D is just one of the best MCs. God gave a really dope voice. To a guy that actually had a lot to say that's all that's what happened mm-hmm. there and that's how you get chuck d and he came out and he's like it doesn't matter if it's hip-hop beats or throw on anti i'm just i'm gonna get down and they were like hey us two boom and it just mixed it worked it's it's a killer song great pick did it make your list uh it did not oh. this is this is one of the heartbreakers this is this is what i'm talking about and so I, I you know plus i always think of my my playlist, like, like if i were to play it you know right in a row like that if, if it flows right where it's like uh like i really want that but it may stop me from going somewhere else so so as much as it breaks my heart you know what i mean i gotta, I gotta steer the car make a hard right
1: it's all
0: good uh, man that's what the honorable mentions for
2: very close yeah yeah, yeah.
0: uh did not make
1: my list either i did
0: what? use it with,
1: <laughs> i'm alone on not this you one that's yeah, all it's you. Not oh. with me, well no i actually used it in our anthrax episode and yeah. i was thinking about it i'm like wanted to do it again. I actually replaced it with another song. No, it's not. I was about to say,
0: what's one of 17 Lincoln Park songs? I didn't
1: didn't want to do it again and repeat these twice. So when we get to number six, I will talk about it.
0: Okay. All right. All right. Well, Doug, now we are back to you for track two. Oh, but let me just state, we just got done with track one. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11 out of 30 songs have already been knocked out of contention for tonight or just personally by me on track one. Uh, track never happened on playlist wars will never happen again.
2: I came to the drop bomb. That's
0: what we're doing. self quaddy. self-quad with Gomez and Doug, we're back to you for track two.
2: Here we go. Um, I'm going to go number two with kind of a mix between the older and the newer, when it came to uh rap rock and a style, I think one of uh, my favorite groups of all time, Cypress Hill had a song uh, called How I Could Just Kill a Man. And then uh, one of the craziest bands and, and sickest MCs I've ever heard, Rage Against the Machine comes out and I uh, decided to do a cover of Kill a Man. So I think the melding of those two gives me the intensity and, and the vibe of Rage where you know he's just getting down and he's killing whatever track he's running over and he's doing it with their version of How I Could Just Kill a Man. And you know, They sat there and bobbed their head to that song the same way I did when I first heard it and they did it so good. Or whatever, they are, they became being so good at music that they wanted to pay tribute to that. Uh, it's it's definitely top five favorite cover songs of all time for me, any genre. So, Rage, How I Could Just Kill a Man.
1: Oh man, um, I did go with a different Cypress Hill song. Uh, I do love that pick though, with rock, you know, with the uh, Rage Against Machine. Sorry, I just lost my track of mine. I really do like that pick though, Doug. If I was able to put it on my list, but it, my list was just it was going a different way, man. It was just going. A different yeah, no, way. I hear you. I hear you, brother. What do you got? So for me, I went with, so you want to be a rock superstar and live large, a big house, five cars, you're in charge. That's my track nine, Rockstar Cypress Hill, man. I love that song. And even in high school, that's what I want. You know, even when you were growing up, Brian, you know, this is where we wanted to be. We wanted to be that ultimate. When you were DJing, you were up there. And you know how it was. For sure. Brian, when you were with the rock band, The Fourth, you were up there because you were playing Asbury Park. You were playing big venues in the city and everything. I got to be up there with Doug in the DJ booth a lot and hung out with Angie Martinez with him and all that. Yeah, yeah it was fun. So I, you know, I got to be at Asbury Park with you, opening up for Zach Wild, right backstage with you guys. So for me, like, that was the superstar life right there I lived for a short time, but I'll take any day. So track nine, rock superstar, Cypress Hill. Solid pick.
0: All right. Well, I'm going to flip it and I don't have Cypress Hill on my list, but I got Rage Against the Machine. OK, because how can you not? Yes, good. And like I did with Linkin Park, I'm using the opening track from the band's debut album, 1992's Rage Against the Machine. I'm going with Bomb Track. That opening bass and guitar riff is one of my favorite album openings ever. I love playing that yeah. bass line. When I'm warming up on a bass or if I'm mm-hmm. going to buy a bass, that is what I'm playing in the store to see if I like the sound and the tone of the guitar. That is my may I help you, Riff is <laughs> bomb track,
2: yeah. man. Yeah. I mean that that song, arguably, like for me, without putting much thought into it at all, is like top 10. Album number one, track number one songs, you know, give me your list. It's like, it's like, if that doesn't jump right out at you as like one of one of the contenders. Like you're nuts. You can't go wrong with that pick. It's a great song.
0: We are doing an episode this summer on album opening tracks. And you could bet your ass this is probably yeah. making my yeah, list. Yeah, that's, that's a
2: great album one track. Like in high fidelity, like, All Right, give me your list of top five, track one, album ones. I like think that's, yeah.
0: And although it's a rarity tonight, this is another chance I actually get to drop a cover song. Okay. In 2017, Stone Sour covered the track on the deluxe edition of Hydrograd, and that one is really badass. Nope. So now I got to do some shout outs. So you guys might want to sit back for this one. Patreon playlister Ryan chimed in with Down Rodeo. Patreon playlister Eric, as well as on Twitter, Amanda at the Sip List podcast chimed in with Killing in the Name of. Also over on Twitter. Bobby at the F and Cultured podcast chimed in with Bulls on Parade. Rob Jones from Records and Bands podcast chimed in with their cover of Bruce Springsteen's The Ghost of Tom Joad. Leo Allen is Team Doug on this one because he chimed in with Cypress Hills cover. Boy, Leo. How I Could Just Kill a Man. Anthony Monkey Noodles chimed in with Testify. Brad, our friend from Pop Culture Yearbook, chimed in with their cover of Africa Bambata and Soul Sonic Forces. Renegades of Funk, with both Anthony and Brad chiming in separately with Sleep Now in the Fire. Our friends at the Space Castle podcast chimed in with Viet Now. And finally, Eric, time to get ill, sum this whole part up, saying literally anything by Rage Against the Machine works in this list. Gomez, we need to do a Rage Against the Machine episode. That's all I'm taking out of this. My track six, Rage Against the Machine bomb track
2: you got to give it up to your listeners too because like i didn't hear a single no on there like any one of those songs that you listed there if it came on like nobody's reaching for the skip button like that's you know that was a great job you guys nailed it and that that says a lot about rage so yeah perfectly done
0: love it love it so with all that being said we are now 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 11 12 13 14 songs off the list so almost halfway done gomez we're up to you for your track (laughs) too
1: So my track two, one of my favorite lines, they call me Big John Stud, my middle name's mud, dirty water flow, too much for you thugs. I went with Limp Bizkit, Method Man in Together Now. I'll tell you, one of my favorite songs, that was probably one of my favorite lyrics with Method Man in that. And I'll tell you, Method Man wanted to actually record with Limp Bizkit, when Limp Bizkit was still a rock superstar status. So to show that as a hip hop artist in the nineties with Wu-Tang that is did his own solo to collaborate with these, with these guys it was just unreal. So track two and together now, Limp Bizkit with Method Man. And after this, I only think I have three more songs and I'm done. <laughs>
0: Doug, do you have any Limp Bizkit on your playlist?
2: I, I do. I do. I don't, I don't see how you could not, you know, same thing with Rage. Like, like love them or hate them, whatever you want to do with your opinion on Limp Bizkit's career, you know, up until currently, the first two albums are like on fire. If you don't like them, it's probably because they're not as good as they were like, and you're just mad at them because you wanted more of that because it was good in the beginning. Like, let's face it. There's a lot. And I, and uh, I had to go with, if you had to tell somebody, if you had to explain rap rock in one song, not just how to do it and how it sounds and cross over rabbit, but like the emotion that you're probably supposed to get when you hear An MC ripping over a beat and your head's bobbing and all of a sudden a rock song comes on and you get that chest pumping uh, and you meld those together. It's Break Stuff by Limp Bizkit. Just one of those days. And and it's one of those songs where you don't even have to hear that. The minute they do that, everybody knows what song it is. And, And you can bet that everybody in the room when you play that song, even if they don't do the whole thing immediately just it was one of those days <laughs> you know like move their lips a little bit everybody knows that lyric and they, they jump off of it because it's a great song it's arguably one of their best songs no matter how popular a guy i know people tend to take credit away from greatness once it becomes popularized in the mainstream but i don't i don't slight artists that at all it's that many people recognize hey man you nailed it that's why the song got so big you know it's not it's not the band's fault that's the purpose of good music is to reach as many people as possible that song did it
0: and what track number is it for you number
2: five break stuff
0: number five all right well i love it because limp biscuits break stuff is my track too so right on cue unfortunately doug you killed our bingo there we would have had a limp biscuit bingo if you had it at your track two, but you had a rage song but that's all good look 1999 significant other the song reached number 23 on the billboard u.s bubbling under hot 100 singles chart and look Limp Bizkit's up there with Nickelback and Creed as one of the most loathed and hated bands ever, but you cannot deny this guitar riff, period, hard stop. And I'll just say this, as I'm going to be dodging flying debris from some people who hate Limp Bizkit, Limp Bizkit is talented, period.
2: Yes. Yes. You, well, you said something when you said about, about like Nickelback and them, it's like the most criticism you hear about Nickelback when people are like, oh, Nickelback sucks. why all their songs sound a certain way. And like, you can say that about Limp Bizkit, I guess, but like, the fans are like, yeah, no, I know. I like the way that sounds. <laughs> like, <kind> of, <laughs> I don't understand why you would want me to change it to something that sounds good, dude. I like the way that sounds. So that's why I listen to them.
0: Exactly, dude. Look, Wes Borland's guitar is awesome. Dope. He's dope. John Otto lays down some amazing beats. Like you talk about you're going from break stuff, which is hard and heavy, and that creates a mosh pit. Then you talk about what Gomez picked and together. Now that is a straight hip hop beat right there. Well, and he brings remember, it on that. You
2: remember when, when, Guns N' Roses broke up and they said, what happened? They said, well, slash says, well, when I saw him in a music video, jump off the cruise ship or whatever, I knew we weren't the same band anymore. It's just we'd gone, we'd grown different directions. I think eventually Fred got a little bit too much trying to rap. Like the reason why Jay-Z and Linkin Park work so well is because Mike Shinoda did not try to be Jay-Z. You know, and Jay Z didn't try to be Chester either. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Something like that. They did what they did, and they did it well. And if Limp Bizkit would have stayed in that pocket, West would have stayed in the band. But it's not. That's the way life is. People want to explore the musical avenues. You can't slide a guy and tell him no, don't try something. No. If he felt more connected to hip hop at the time. That's that's on him. We're lucky we got the first two that were the way they were. You know, and, and maybe we'll get some more good music from them in, in the you know future coming up. But
0: who knows? Well, dude, even besides John Otto and West Borland, he had DJ Lethal from House <laughs> of Pain.
2: Yep. He it was he's an incredible great, DJ. This is a
0: guy that was in two. Talented bands. Like, it's a exactly. talented band. Exactly. And then Sam Rivers, you listen to the guitar work that Wes Borland's doing and the bass lines that Sam Rivers is laying down. This is a talented group. Now, look, are Fred Durst's lyrics the most mature in the world? No. But no. Why, do they, why do they have to be? Some songs are just meant to be kick-ass party songs. And I'm sorry, if you're in a party and you hear, Everyone just stops and goes, oh, it's about to go off in here. Yeah. And that's exactly what that song is supposed to do. Yeah. Cover versions. Got a few for you. Shoot! In in 2000, Richard Cheese and the Lounge Against the Machine did a lounge what version of this song, which is definitely worth what looking do do? up. And then in 2012, our friend Rob Felicetti from Bowling for Soup covered the track as a piano ballad for Patent Pending's Spring Break 99 EP. Absolutely hysterical. Great fun cover. Shout out on Twitter to Kay Hutch, who also had this track. And as far as band matches, shout out on Patreon to Aaron, who chimed in with Boiler, as well as on Twitter to Andreas at the Latin Jukebox podcast, along with the Shane and I show, who chimed in with Nookie. So as much as people say they hate Limp Biscuit, there's also a lot of Limp Biscuit love. And I'm sorry, but in my humble, humble opinion, you can't have a rap rock playlist and not include them completely agree all right doug track three in keeping with the
2: spirit of cover songs like i did rage doing cypress so let's do another head nod my man kid rock from detroit Ba with the Ba. that whole genre where he came out with that, that little kid rock moment that they had where he was like just kicking down doors real quick he was walking a a pretty hard fence. I think harder one than people know because you're coming out of Detroit. Um, We already got somebody over there that looks like you, that can really rap, you know, like really, really good. He's about to explode and kind of like take over music in general for like a few years real quick. So, so it's a very hard time for Kid Rock to be kind of like, you know, coming out and getting more than that local focus from, from more of the country. And then, this guy was going out. I don't know if you've ever seen him. I've seen him a few times. He picks up the other instruments and gets and plays a musician. And then he walks behind mm-hmm. the turntables and he's scratching. And like "This dude is musical. You know, what I'm saying he's not just some like guy trying to make a hit single like some kind of, you know, image out there. Trailer park kind of. I'm gonna rap, but I'm gonna rock. So you know, it's, this was not conceived in a boardroom. This was genuine. You know, and, and he's he's very good. So Bob with the Bob took hip hop, threw it in there, something everybody knew, put his own little flip on it. It was a dope song. Like you said, it was a song that just sets things off. You play that at a tailgate. You play it at a football game. You play it, a, and it, you can play it 20 years from now. It's still going to be a cool song. It's going to get people excited. So job done. Bow with the bar, Kid Rock number three.
1: Well, I had no Kid Rock and buy lists tonight, unfortunately. what so. you did now. Yeah, I do, but I also, I I would have went a different song, though. Not Bow with the mm-hmm. bow though. That's a problem, because one of my favorite songs, until this day, I mean, his ball with a ball was one of them, but American Badass always. For sure. You know, it was always up there for me just because of the Metallica sound. One of my favorite wrestlers, The Undertaker, used it too when he became the American Badass. Mm -hmm. And he drove the motorcycle right through, you know what I mean? So that's one of the songs that always will resonate with me. But I just, again, it was a tough time picking just 10 songs.
2: For sure. For sure. the, The category so good. That's supposed to be easy.
0: Yeah, exactly. If it was easy, we, the show wouldn't be fun to do because, you know. It's not. Look, I had Bob with the Buy" my top 10, and it got edged out by actually my number three song. So when we get to it, I'll, I'll explain the song that edged it out. But that's mm-hmm. pretty high contention for my honorable mention. There's no denying that song. Look, there was a lot coming out of Detroit at that point. You mentioned Eminem, but don't forget on the horror rap side, you had the Insane Clown Posse blowing up from Detroit as well. So, I mean, mm-hmm. look, and these are three different people in rap, rock, and those genres kind of coming from three different angles because you had Kid Rock mixing rock, country and rap. Mm-hmm. You had Eminem, which was purely hip hop from like a Dr. Dre family. And then you had the Insane Clown Posse that was mixing the misfit style punk, typo, negative and horror into rap music mm-hmm. all coming out of Detroit. And look, Detroit was popping out some big names that are, whether you like them or not, household names.
2: For sure, for sure. And all at the same time, it was like, it just got, it was like a Motown moment. Brr, you know I'm yeah.
1: So, yeah, absolutely.
0: Gomez, back to you now for track
1: three. One of my favorite hip-hop songs, and Doug, you will to this one, I'm Still Not a Player, But You're Still a Hater, Elevator to the Top, Ah, See You Later. I'm gone. Big pun, and you ready for this one? incubus
2: yeah
1: Mm -hmm. i'll tell you what a collaboration for still not a player and the fact that he was able to use big pun in the song the voice everything it just was right and that just went with my list and i'll tell you that's one of my favorite songs and that was one of my favorite lines growing up you know what i mean another another song that in my 20s it just made sense don't hate the player hate the game track three still not a player incubus with big pun man
0: Man, track three. Both songs are now in contention for my honorable mention because that's another one from the Loud Rocks compilation. Undeniable, great song, just edged out of my list, but I absolutely love that pick.
2: Yeah, I agree. Good pick. I uh, did not make my list, but uh, it was like one of those where it's like, come oh, on, you know, and you're and you're wrestling. It's, it's I mean, it's a big pun and Incubus did a great take on it. That's yeah, something to be said for that. All
0: right. Well, moving on to my track three. Here's a song that I'm gonna guess. Nobody has. However, this band, while not being a household name, are certainly one of the pioneers in the 90s rap metal scene. And I'm going with the band Stuck Mojo from 1998, their title track of their album Rising. This song is rap metal at its finest. And look, now I get to bring some of my wrestling love to the table because in 1998, The music video featured then WCW members Diamond Dallas Page, Raven, and The Flock who were all in this music video. This song was played a ton on Monday Nitro. And Stuck Mojo is insane. I mean, if you've ever heard of the rock band Fozzy, some of the guys from Stuck Mojo went on to do Fozzy with Chris Jericho. So this love between wrestling and Stuck Mojo kind of came together with Fozzy because of Chris Jericho. But hey, a few years before Fozzy, you had Stuck Mojo bringing it with Rising. And if you're not familiar with the song, head over to playlistwarspodcast.com, visit the Rap Rock page, and give this track a listen because while it's a deeper cut from my list, it is so damn awesome. My track three, Stuck Mojo, Rising. Good
2: call, good call. Um, did not make my list, but can't go wrong with a song like that. Good pick.
0: Truly good pick, Brian. It didn't make my list, but uh, again, perfect list, man. All right, well, moving on to track four, Doug, you had Lincoln Park and Jay-Z's Numb and Encore, and Gomez, you had Aerosmith and Run DMC's Walk This Way. So we're right back to me, and I'm going to go back to 1989 for this one. And this okay. is by a band, not a collaboration. This song reached number nine on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100, and it was a massive hit, and not a single playlister chimed in with this one. And I'm curious to see everybody's reaction when I mention Faith No More, epic. Yes. In 2009, it was ranked the 54th best hard rock song of all time by VH1. And if you go back to episode 29, 80s hard rock, I dropped this song with our guest, Jim Santora, author of the Underrated Rock Book. Check out that episode if you want to hear more about me talking about how much I love Faith No More. Cover versions Atrium covered the song on their 2007 deluxe edition of Lead Sales Paper Anchor. And the Veer Union covered it as a digital single in 2017. But there's no denying Mike Patton brought it on this song. Undeniable. Track four. Faith No More. Epic.
2: Absolutely killed it. That's my number nine, man.
0: All right.
2: I wore that cassette tape out just trying to learn it to keep up with them. And, you know, right, just as soon as I got it, that was was a cassette that I had to buy two of because I just fast forward, rewind, pause, I play, rewind, oh, wait, too far back, fast forward. And I just wore it out trying to learn the words. And every time I was on MTV, I would know a little bit more. That was my goal is to, the next time the video came on, to be able to sing along with it a little further. You know, and trying to be the first one that could get the whole song done in school, you know, before anybody else in the words it was a dope song. And it was great, man. It was the video was kind of cool. They were on their own stuff, you know, with that crazy haircut he had and shit. But like it they, they were cool, man. And it's a great song. It's on my list. Number nine, epic. Faith no more.
0: Gomez, do we have a contexta? No, we don't. Oh, he gets the axe.
1: Yeah, I get the X, but I'm pretty pretty much almost done with mine. (laughs) So um, I was going to pick this again. It's another hard song. It wasn't going where I was going with my list, as you can all hear, the collaborations I've done so far with my list. And um, kind of funny, it was in probably the worst, worst movie ever made in America. And it was starting an actor, Ken Wall, The Taking of Beverly Hills. Never even heard of it. That's how bad it was. But Epic's Faithful More was in the final cut because he's trying to save the town of Beverly Hills, a, a football player trying to save the town from criminals.
0: Worst movie ever made. Great song. Just wish it was used in a better movie. <laughs> All right. So, as if this is becoming a <laughs> kind of a tradition now, Doug, you had limp biscuits break stuff for your track five and gomez you had the executioners with mike shinoda and mr han it's going down so for the third time in a row we're back to me for my track five and i am going to go off of 1993's judgment night soundtrack because when you think about hip-hop rock collaborations this soundtrack has to be on the radar Mm-hmm. I'm going with the title track, Biohazard and Onyx. The soundtrack album as a whole peaked at number 17 on the Billboard 200, and this song was one of the four singles released off the album. And you think about these collaborations several playlisters, the Hallmark of Greatness podcast, Rob Jones over at Records and Bands, Ronnie Metal Pico, Death Shama in Lilac. Society owes me a gen X podcast and captain J Spaulding all chimed in with this album in its entirety. And you could very easily make a good argument for 10 of these 11 songs being your top 10 playlist. So I talked about this song on our '90s soundtrack episode with fellow St. Mary's alum, Chris Hartman from the film exiles podcast. That's episode 21. If you want to check it out. And also on Patreon, I want to give a shout out to Tim who chimed in with this track, along with telling me that it's the first CD he ever purchased, as well as Janie KS and Patrick McGinley on Twitter who both chimed in with the title track as their favorite track from this album. And then looking at the album as a whole, Patreon playlister Eric chimed in with both Helmet and House of Pain's "Just Another Victim," as well as Slayer and Ice T's "Disorder." Love this soundtrack. I was spinning it today. Got some great conversation going on Twitter about it. My track five biohazard Onyx judgment night.
2: Yeah, that's, that's a killer. That's a killer right there. It's a great song. Um, I don't have it on my list because I was tearing back and forth between that and a different song with Onyx that fits the genre. Um, I couldn't pick one or the other. I didn't pick either.
0: All right. Well, do you have anything from judgment night at all? No,
2: no, I don't think I do wow yeah yeah I, I went i went a little different way here i i took uh took some liberties with one or two one or two maybe and you know
0: all right so we'll that's see, we'll interesting. it lands.
2: we'll see where it lands but no it's a that's a it's a killer album. it's a one through ten yeah you don't skip it's a no skip bomb
0: all right well moving on now we're finally getting to track six here and well i mean look the board's pretty much almost filled i've got two songs left gomez has two songs left and Doug you got 3 songs left. So somehow even though Gomez dropped 4 songs at track 1. We're all, like, up. We're all kind of <laughs> caught up again. Yeah. So moving exactly. on to track 6, I had Rage Against the Machines bomb track and Doug, we're back to you now.
2: I'm going to take it back. Same way that walked this way, smashed down a door, like you said for people that were maybe not hip hop fans became hip hop fans. People that were maybe not rock fans became exposed to rock and became rock fans. And just kind of, it's one of those musical mergers where they bring people and, and stuff together. So I'm I'm going to go with another kind of song that popped out like that. Um, it's to me, it's, it's old, but it's still, it's as hard as a rap rock song It's like anything you hear in new metal. It's just a different kind of hard. I'm going to go beastie boys. No sleep till Brooklyn. You know, that's a song again, one riff. And and people who, who only listen to music half the time, I know what that is. Like, never mind the music heads. That's that's, a, that's how big that song was. That's how good that song was. They killed that song. So, you know, it was in my Beastie Boys episode with you guys, of course, you know, and I'm sure you can understand why I got to go with Beastie Boys, No Sleep to Brooklyn, number six.
1: You know what, Doug? That's such a great pick. I was thinking about doing the same thing. And it's kind of funny. Here's the original. <laughs> i have the original note still with the beastie voice i was gonna do that song again because why it was the first time i mentioned about movies mm-hmm. in playlist wars histories ladies and gentlemen and it was out for justice yeah, with steven seagal and i remember watching hearing brian's voice going wow you brought a movie up what the heck <laughs> you know and then there begins this the justice of the real playlist wars now of gomez coming alive so I was going to pick that, but i
0: that might be an honorable mention for me, though. Oh, well, Gomez, not only are we doing that, we're passing you back the axe. That's fine. Unfortunate, but a sad reality here. And somehow I only have one song left and you have two. So somehow I caught up and surpassed you. <laughs> but Beastie Boys, No Sleep Till Brooklyn is my track nine. It never charted, never charted in the U.S. Which is insane, which is insane. Which is nuts. It's unbelievably crazy. But I do give a shout out back to the Beastie Boys episode, which was episode four. It was a trifecta, one of the first on the show, song we all agreed on way back in the show's infancy. I mean, it's a monster. Could it have been the first bingo or no? It was not a bingo because looking back at the list, I had it at nine, you had it at eight. And Doug had it at 10. Oh, my God. So oh, wow. We, eight, nine, we, ten, that's
2: a great Eight, way to eight nine,
0: ten. We all had it the same level. <laughs> it
2: three I, times. That's all.
0: <laughs> I kept it at track nine tonight. It's a little consistency here. But, dude, there's no denying that song. It is the video's fantastic. And I, I love to tell this story when my wife and I, about three months before we got engaged, we're driving up to New Hampshire and. We're going over the Tappan Zee Bridge. I don't care what you call it now. It's still the Tappan Zee Bridge. <laughs> and no sleep till Brooklyn's on. And I look at her and I say, hey, hon, did you know that Kerry King from Slayer plays this guitar solo? And she went, oh, that's that's cool. And about three hours later, we're going past the Holyoke Mall in Massachusetts. And I said, by the way, do you remember when we were going over to Tappan Zee, I had that Beastie Boys song playing? She goes, yeah, I said, if you could tell me who plays the guitar solo in the song, I'll pull over right now and buy you any engagement ring you want right here, right now. Will you marry me? And she just looked at me and she goes, you, a- you know, I don't know that solo. <laughs> it's now been 20 years. And I always, every time no sleep till Brooklyn comes on, I go, Katie, who does the guitar? And before I could say that, like her middle finger is like yeah, right as soon he was, he
2: was a, the first guitar. The door
0: <laughs> just opened and she just stared at me right now. I'm about, I'm about to get my ass kicked on air. <laughs>
1: that would be a first two. I playlist wars, ladies and gentlemen. That's a good story.
0: It's funny. She literally just opened the door. She goes, by the way, I still don't know who plays that guitar solo. <laughs> oh man! with that being said, moving on to track six because you had that for your track six Doug Mm -hmm. I had bomb track Gomez we are up to you now for track six so
1: track six you know I feel like I'm going through my younger days with pretty much my mid-twenties with everything and there was one song that stood out back in the day and man did I get a lot of them I went with N.E.R.D.'s Lap Dance Hmm. and I'll tell you that has a true hard rock rap Feel to it. And I'll tell you, I love Pharrell Williams in this song. And it was in a couple of video games, too. I know I haven't really talked about movies or video games tonight, but this was an old video game back in the 90, in the 2000s. It was a BMX game, Matt Hoffman on it, and this song was in it. And I was just like, every time I play the game, I hear it like, yeah, I'll play, go and fun with this song. So one of my favorite songs, though, N-E-R-D, Lap Dance.
2: Uh, I did not have a good pick, though. I mean, Pharrell, Does get down that and it's a legit hard rock song. Yeah, it is, but Pharrell, yeah. Neptunes are cool, man. They're they're very talented. They're they're big into tapping into other genres and working with tons of people. They actually they did a a remix of uh Sympathy for the Devil. Did they really? And it bangs. It's just just a little like you know when it comes on, you can tell it's Pharrell and Neptunes. Um you can tell the way he plays the bongos and stuff and the sounds, the way he tweaks it when he's dropping out drums here and there, it's it's Pharrell. You know what I mean? You can tell it's got that to Neptune touch. They beef up the guitar a little bit in certain parts. and But uh, it's a great remix. You should
1: check it out.
0: I gotta check that one out now. Yeah, unfortunately did not make my list, but I really like the Trent Reznor remix of it. So, uh, love the pick. Unfortunately, did not make my list. And we are moving on to track seven. And somehow... Some way, even though Gomez dropped four songs in track one, I am closing out before him. (laughs) Once again, Gomez does it again. How the holy hell this happened is beyond me. Doug, you add Linkin Park and Jay-Z points of authority, 99 problems, one step closer. Gomez, you add Linkin Park and Jay-Z's Numb and Encore. So I am also taking with me a bingo killing ax here. (laughs) With my track nine, but I am going back to the nineties here. I'm going back to high school here, going back to 1992 here. Okay. Going back to St. Mary's football locker room here. Okay. And I'm going with house of pain, shamrock and shenanigans, butch Vig remix Reached number 65 on the billboard us hot 100 charts. Even though it was the studio version that did that around New Jersey at this time around New York city, They were playing the Butch Vig remix on MTV. They were showing the Butch Vig remix with the guitars. This is the version I remember. The only way you can get it, if you had the original CD, this wasn't on it. You had to buy a CD single along with it. But the band did repress it. And on represses of the self-titled House of Pain CD, which is a hip-hop 90s classic, this song is at the end. Fantastic friggin' hip-hop rap mix. Butch Vig at the time, he was just stepping off Nirvana with Nevermind. He was becoming the big thing. He knew what he was doing behind the board, and he really brought it to this song. And while this is pure speculation, I have no proof of this. This isn't Wikipedia. This is literally me just pontificating, if you will. This remix had to at least help set the stage for House of Pain to appear on that Judgment Night soundtrack to get in with Helmet to do Just Another Victim my track seven house of pain shamrock and shenanigans butch vig remix
2: it's a great pick um house of pain was one of those things that broke my heart to not make on my list uh but they they were dope they were just they came out they didn't sound like anybody else they sounded like themselves and they had a sound and the sound was good the sound was dope you know they, they for however long it was or i long you're fan they, they they had everybody rocking at one point So uh, there's not there's not much you could say bad about House of Pain as a band. All
0: right. Gomez, you have one song left. So is this it? No. All right. So ease. You said that
1: with ease, because again, House of Pain, one of my favorite, favorite hip hop artists growing up to, you know what I mean? It just it tears me up not to put him on my list either. Oh. It's just one of those things. All right. He said
2: no, he looked like an angry bird. He was like, no. <laughs> no.
1: Exactly. I felt like an angry bird too. But on that said, I guess I'm up to my track eight. No, actually, oh, you're not.
0: It's always guess first.
1: Well, no, because you know what? I thought we had his track eight. That's probably why. I Not according
0: so, to what I'm plugging here on the board. but Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't have that plug in like you do. Yeah. At first it was happening so fast. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I was just typing like that gif <laughs> where you see Jim Carrey and it's yes. just his fingers typing uh, for Bruce and, uh, Almighty. Yeah, that's yeah, Bruce how All I was like- trying to keep up with, <laughs> with Gomez at the beginning of this episode, dropping Lincoln Park bombs on us. <laughs> anyway, my track eight was Lincoln Park. There you go. Paper cut. So, Doug, what do you have for track eight?
2: Track eight for me uh, kind of piggybacks off what you just came off of in a way. So uh, you were mentioning about the uh, House of Pain album and, you know, working on Nevermind, producer guy with House of Pain. Uh, this is actually from somebody who was involved in Nevermind, but it is my man, Dave Grohl, and my man, Puff Daddy, and the locks they had all about the Benjamin Benjamins remix. When Biggie, you know, I, I, I'm a DJ. I have a Biggie's verse on there too. Like, forget it. What are you going to do? But nod your head and go along when when you hear, you know, Nirvana's touch, so to speak, coming from Dave Grohl, mixed in with uh, all about the Benjamins. It's just a, a killer collaboration. Had to make my list. There was no two ways about that.
1: That's a great pick. It did not make my, again, teeter and tottering, what I was looking on my list. It's one of my... If we did the top 20, it's in the top 15 right there. You know what I mean? It would have been number 12, probably, or 13. It's one of those songs I remember hearing it, the rock version, and you're just going, you're going crazy.
2: You're all nuts. Yeah. Yeah, Don't set it off.
0: Well, unfortunately, it didn't make my list because I'm already closed. But Patreon playlister Aaron chimed in with it, as well as Patreon playlister Eric, while he didn't chime in with the All About the Benjamins remix. He chimed in with Puff Daddy with Jimmy Page, Come With Me from the Godzilla soundtrack. So Puff was mixing a lot of rock. I mean, even if you want to go back to the Notorious Big, I'll Be Missing You, that was still The Police. It was a rock song. Mm-hmm. So he's had that in his career for a long time. So I, I I absolutely love the pick. Anthony on Twitter, Monkey Noodles also chimed in with Puffy with Jimmy Page, Come With Me. I'll be honest, now between Kid Rock's Ba with the Ba, Incubus, with big Pun still not a player and this puff daddy all about the Benjamin's remix. I'm going to have a hard time picking my honorable mention tonight, man. This is a lot of great tracks. We're talking we about got
2: that. Yeah.
0: Gomez. We're back to you now for your uh, track eight. So my track eight,
1: I went, as you hear, like my list, it, it has that hip hop rock feel to everything with collaborations and all that. And this is another collaboration. And I went with soldier boys crank that. But the Travis Barker remix, okay, I'll tell you, Travis Barker, his touch to this song was so good that I didn't even realize it was him until I saw the video. And let me tell you, it was just unbelievable. And on top of it, it was another good movie. Never back down. I was a kid who was, you know, moving from Ohio, moving to Florida. He starts getting to MMA a little bit. And I hear this song towards the end of the movie. And it's just an overall awesome song. So for me, I end my playlist, track eight, crank that soldier boy, the
0: Travis Barker remix. Obviously I'm closed out, but have you heard Travis Barker's solo album, Give the Drummer Some? No. It's a straight kind of like rap rock album all the way through. It's got Lil Wayne. It's got Pharrell. It's got Tom Morello. It's got RZA. It's got Raekwon, Snoop Dogg, Ludacris. Busta Rhymes, Yellow Wolf, Tech Nine, Cypress Hill. It is a kick ass rap rock album. I gotta, check that, album. I gotta dude, check that out. So so solid. I actually love that remix. Just didn't make my list, but that's a fantastic pick, dude. I love that one. Yeah,
1: Thank it's you. a great
2: pick. And you know what's cool about Travis Barker is like so basically when, when you're when you're DJing and you're trying to make a mix whether you're mixing two different kinds of music or or different instrumental with a different vocal whatever it is you you look for two things most of the time you look for you know things that are of the same bpms or ones that are like halves or doubles or quads that that you can time up or ones that have absolutely nothing or no business doing anything with each other in people's minds and you find a dope way to combine them in a certain way and you know it all comes off the beats and the rhythms and stuff so that's essentially i mean It is. It's drums. Whether you're playing them live or playing them on a machine or whatever it is. And Travis Barker is about as good as it gets at playing the drums. I mean, are there greats? The guy from Rush? Yeah, for sure. But like nobody's like on Travis on the drums like he's he's pretty good <laughs> you know what I mean? so no. he sits there and these guys make songs together and he's like you said he's got some big big names in there and all of it's cool because it's just music and he's he absolutely crushes it when he does it it's not on my list but it's a great pick
1: I actually got to see on TV Travis Parker with DJ AM before yeah. he passed away and oh, let yeah. me tell you those two yeah. collaborate together as Doug you're a DJ so you know hearing the songs with the drum beat going, with the beat of the music, it didn't matter if it was castles in the sky or, you know, uh, the percolator, you know, Travis Barker brought that drum beat alive to the songs. And, you know, as a DJ, man, that how important that is, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the mad respect, though, to. You know, rest in peace, DJ AM. It's been a long time. I know no one has mentioned his name in a long he, time, he but
2: good. he was so good. He
1: was so talented. His so
2: Wonderwall remix is like one of the dopest things. If you yeah. haven't seen that, do yourself a favor, just do DJ AM Wonderwall. Let's see if you can get the one with him playing it live. So, you know,
0: it's the right one. A just books.
1: check anything with DJ AM and He's Travis Barker. It was phenomenal stuff. So yeah, good. Unbelievable.
0: All right. Well, now, Doug, you kicked us off. Now, why don't you close us out? What do you got hey. for your track 10? Track 10. I wanted to close it
2: with something that would just shut everything down. I know uh, earlier, you know, we talked about if you could play a song for a figure or two, something they haven't heard yet, right? And now now we're talking, so you want to show them something you love with the how far advanced the music has gotten. I started with Walk This Way, which was the birthplace. This next song for me, this this was a spot where like, it's probably my favorite rap rock song. I call it that, I don't I don't care what you say about what he's doing on the mic this was original this was insane nobody has done it before or after as well Jonathan Davis is a monster so got the life by corn that song just shuts the show down it rocks it. It, it, it the walls shake and floors wobble when they play that song concerts at the song is is you know you better get in or get back it's it's a sea of people going nuts so got the life by corn is how I'm going to close out my list for the rap rock Top 10.
0: Obviously, didn't make my list, but Kelly Madden on Twitter, as well as Eric Time to Get Ill, chimed in with Corn from the same album. They went with the collaboration with Ice Cube, Children of the Corn. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, there's no way you could talk about new metal without mentioning Corn. They're the founders, the forefathers of new metal as sure. we knew it. Even though they didn't start the genre, they are spearheads of it. So there's no denying it. I love the pick.
2: Thank you, thank you. It's a good
0: song. That was a great song. Uh, Of course, you know, my list
1: is all closed out. Again, if we were doing a top 20, this would have been in there without a doubt.
0: All right, so now we're at the point of the show where we're going to each reveal our honorable mention picks. So, Doug, our esteemed guest, why don't we kick off with your honorable mention song of the night?
2: Okay, uh, honorable mention, I'm going to have to agree with Brian, with uh, Chuck D, Bring the Noise. Public Enemy is just insanely necessary in music. You know, they were they were that's the only way I can think to phrase that properly is to even come close to they're so good at what they did and so genuine and so just it's organic. It's dope. And to see them knock down another wall. And it was just a great song. It was cool. It was a killer can't justify keeping them off the list for me.
1: Gomez. Oh man I'm having a tough time because Doug's got a couple that I love raise against the machine how could I just kill a man? "Puff daddy all about the Benjamins you guys both have PC Boys No Sleep to Brooklyn. Brian, you have Biohazard Onyx Judgment Night. Oh, God. This is going to be hard because of my the way my rhythm of what <laughs> my list goes. Yeah, but it won't mess your list
2: up because, like, it's get that space at the end of the CD, track 12, you know, and then you get that, and then the bonus track. to Hold down fast forward to get to it. Yeah.
1: But I, I'm going to have to go with Doug's Puff Daddy All
0: About the Benjamins Remix. <laughs> Now, Brian. Well, I am going to do the same and give that an honorary trifecta because I really? love that song. I'm bummed it didn't make my playlist originally. I mean, you had Rob Zombie on there, you had Dave Grohl, you had Locks. Everybody it was, just, was on this. Everybody was on. I think that even Little Kim was on this. I yeah. mean, this was just a fantastic remix. It was fun. Uh, I I didn't. I was kind of going back and forth, like I said, between the Incubus, Kid Rock, but. We need to get another trifecta in here because now tonight we have three trifectas Limp Biscuit with a band trifecta. Puff Daddy gets an honorary trifecta for the All About the Benjamins remix. And I don't even know what the hell to even call this Lincoln Park thing because there's one, two, effecta. three, four, five, six, seven
1: Lincoln Park kind no, no, of. Songs. No, 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 Hold on. It's a quadfecta just by one person.
0: Yeah, you got a quadfecta on your own. Quadzilla over there. I don't know what a seven thing is, so tons of Lincoln Park. <laughs> so before we get into going through our playlist, track one through ten, I want to give the Patreon playlisters a little extra love tonight. Head over to Patreon.com/slash/playlist wars if you want to learn more. Eric chimed in with actually a brand new one, and it's an album that in 2022 I am loving. It's Yellow Wolf and Shooter Jennings. Mm -hmm. doing a song called radio it's absolutely fantastic it's one of my favorite albums of 2022 so far so definitely check that one out philip wrote in with mop along with butch vig how about some hardcore from the loud rocks comp dr owens 901 chimed in with hollywood undead undead which is kind of a more modern new metal hip-hop rock group and then here's another newer one that actually i think is a fantastic pick from uh dr owens B.O.B. and Rivers Cuomo from Weezer Magic. Good call. Good call. That was a fun, fun tune, man. That was a good one. Yeah. And then Aaron also chimed in with P.O.D. South Town. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another group that I was shocked didn't come up tonight. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Give it away. I'm surprised we didn't get any Papa Roach. No Papa Roach. No Papa Roach. No 311 down. Yeah. Yeah. But look, we covered a lot of ground tonight, so Now it's time to go through our playlist one by one so everyone can hear our idea of a rap rock playlist in its entirety, along with our honorable mention pick, Doug, our esteemed guest. Why don't you kick off with yours?
2: All right. Number one, start at the beginning. Walk this way. Aerosmith, run DMC. Number two, Rage Against the Machine covering Cypress Hill. How I could just kill a man. Number three, Kid Rock, ba with the ba. Number four, Numb Encore, Jay-Z, Lincoln Park. Number five, Limp Bizkit, Break Stuff. Number six, we go back to the Beastie Boys. No sleep till Brooklyn. Seven, we dip back over to Lincoln Park and Jay-Z for 99 problems, points of authority. Then we drop over to All About the Benjamins with Puff Daddy, The Locks, Biggie Smalls, Dave Grohl from Nirvana, Rob Zombie up in there. Like you said, just, it, it goes nuts. That is my number eight. Number nine, Epic Faith No More. Phenomenal, speaks for itself. And number 10, Got the Life by Corn to close out the show. And for my honorable mention... I agree with Brian, We're with Chuck D, Anthrax, Public Enemy, Bring the Noise. Just a killer song.
1: All right, Gomez. So now i got to say all my lists now in a row. Yes. <laughs> not skipping a, a, any part. Lincoln of Park piece. and these two other ones. <laughs> 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 so well, let's start it off with track one. We made it, Buster Rhymes with Lincoln Park. Track two, and together now, Limp Bizkit with Method Man. Track three, still not a player with Incubus with Big Pun. Track four, walk this way with Run DMC and Aerosmith. Track five, it's going down with Executioners with Mike Shinoda and Mr. Han from Lincoln Park. Track six, N.E.R.D. Lap Dance. Track seven, Jay Z and Lincoln Park Numb and Encore. Track eight, Soldier Boy Crank That the Travis Barker Remix. Track nine, Rock Superstar Cypress Hill, and to close out my track is Jay Z with Lincoln Park once again. Points of Authority, 99 Problems. And my honorable
0: mention, all about the Benjamins, baby. And I kicked off with my track one, Anthrax and Public Enemy, Bring the Noise. Track two, Limp Bizkit's Break Stuff. Track three, Stuck Mojo's Rising. Track four, Faith No More, Epic. Track five, Biohazard and Onyx, Judgment Night. Track six, Rage Against the Machines, Bomb Track. Track seven, House of Pain. Shamrocks and Shenanigans, The Butch Vig Remix. Track eight, Lincoln Park's Paper Cut. Track nine, Beastie Boys, No Sleep Till Brooklyn. Track ten, Aerosmith and Run DMC's Walk This Way, with an honorable mention, tipping the hat to Doug with Puff Daddy's All About the Benjamin. He got three different rap rock playlists to choose from. And now, playlisters, we turn it over to you. Head over to playlistwarspodcast.com, visit the rap rock page, or click the link in our show notes and vote for which one of the three of us you think got it right. Now Doug, I know you're not full-time podcasting, you should by the way, but well that's a conversation for another time, but I do know you keep pretty active with your jokes on TikTok. So with a warning to the playlisters, while playlist wars is safe for work, Doug's channel is not. It's definitely not. Why don't you let people know where they could hit you up on TikTok?
2: Uh check me out at Doug Miller 50 at TikTok you got a dark sense of humor, if you like Dirty Jokes, we do Dirty Joke of the Day. Got a bunch of followers coming up, so now I'm trying to craft some new material recently. Took a break just this past few weeks, but um, check it out. note 50 on TikTok if you're uh, into humor, and I'll have some stuff uh, posted, from stand-up clips soon. Uh starting to do some stand-up locally, so we'll, uh, we'll have that up there as well as, like I said, Dirty Joke of the Day and some funny videos. All right, I hope to see you over there. Thanks. Appreciate it, and much love. Playlist Wars. Always check them out. If you have not heard this, if someone's playing this for you for the first time, it doesn't get better than this, man. It's, you know, it's what everybody does when they're sitting in the car. Pass me the aux cord. Let me play my list. So this is just a bunch of people talking about some stuff like that. And you're bound to get some really dope playlists from some really great genres and really great bands just by listening to these two guys who really know what they're doing over here. This this is one of my favorite podcasts to listen to. Never mind beyond. It's an honor to be here. and, And I'm just I'm glad to do this.
0: Dude, I'm, I'm thankful for our 30-year friendship and for you coming on again, dude. This has been absolutely fantastic. Yeah, we got to
2: do that. We got to do that 90s part two, bro. I need
0: that. 90s part two. You could book it this summer. It's coming. Playlist, just start sending in your picks to us. And we'll get that one off this summer. That's going to be a lot of fun. We got a lot of ground to cover. Yes, and, and Gomez Lincoln Park didn't start until two thousand. No, no, so I can no, I down no,
2: your nineties no, no hip hop part two. Hey, listen,
1: that? listen, nineties hip hop. You and me will just take over, Doug. Again, Poor yes, Brian. I will. Yeah. I will sit
0: back. Although, although, I just want to say, somebody on Twitter wrote in to say, guys, why no love for Brian? His playlist was absolutely fantastic. So. Thank I you, thank was, you, thank you. I thought it was. We all I, I went with a lot of the earlier 90s. You guys yeah. kind of went later. So that's I'm glad that there's some old folks like me that do agree with some of my early 90s hip-hop. <laughs>
2: so. I, I'm going to be the first Playlist Warser to win back-to-back titles on the same subject. Because, you know, some of these bands, you're not going to get to them the second time before this one. If I win this one, that's 2-0. Well, you got, you got to...
0: Dude, First, we're gonna try, I'm going to try to raise the bar for this one. I, though, so. I, I
2: don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. This is, this is going
1: to be a dogfight. I'm, lo- I'm loving this. I'm loving <laughs> it, it will be a dogfight. I got to say, though, um, I got to thank the guys over at City Image because we were talking about uh, when I was getting a haircut on Friday. Great barbershop. Oh, thank you. Uh, my boy Edwin is my barber there. We were talking about Lincoln Park and Jay-Z's Point of Authority 99 Problems. So I got to give a little shout out to my crew over there at City Image in Caldwell, Ashlyn, Freddie, Grace, Tim, Edwin. You guys are awesome. And the owner, Joe, too. So thank you guys for always talking to me and checking out the show once in a while, too. And Doug, again, we've known each other. We're dating back even before I even met Brian, because it was when I was in grammar school, I was meeting you <laughs> at those mm-hmm. times. Yes, sir. So, Doug, our friendship, man, everything that we've gone through, music factory days, hanging out days, everything has always an honor. And being on the same team with you playing football um, is an honor having you on the show. Always, man. Thank you so much, Doug. Brian, number 76 in the Jersey and number <laughs> yeah. one at the St. Mary's listeners. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Ah, there you go. Oh, uh, Brian, I can't say enough, man, what you do for the show, for us. If it wasn't for you, the show, I don't know where it would be right now without you, man. And I can't thank you enough.
0: Yeah, Likewise, dude, we, we got a pretty damn good thing going here. And, and I think more importantly than you and I and Doug and then Chris, you know, the whole St. Mary's family kind of keeping this thing going It's the listeners, because if it wasn't for them, this would not be as fun as it is because they're contributing so much to this conversation. And that's Mm -hmm. what I love about this show so much.
1: Yep. So I got to thank the playlisters, the podcast family, everybody who's chiming in on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Thank you, guys. Also, don't forget to check us on PlaylistWarsPodcast.com. Oh, who got it right? And also, don't forget Patreon.com. Don't forget to check us out on Patreon.com slash wars. And we're going to see you next week with a new battle takes place on Playlist Wars. You can find Playlist Wars on Facebook and Twitter at Playlist Wars, on Instagram at Playlist Wars Podcast, on email at playlistwars at gmail.com or via voicemail at 201-644-6498. That's 201-644-6498. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, be sure to leave a five-star review and be sure to tell a friend or multiple friends about the show. Until next time, thanks for
0: listening.